Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I'm your host, William Fletcher. Now, you're probably wondering why this episode is coming out today on the Monday instead of Friday when it should have. Well, I didn't have the time to release this episode then. I didn't have the time to record it, in fact, and I've sort of been busy over this weekend, so I'm recording it now and it will be coming out on Monday evening. I've just been busy with things, so hopefully this goes well. I'm sorry for the delay, it's just, you know, stuff happens, but you are getting an episode this week, and then next week will be, like, a proper episode of the show. Also, I've got a new mic set up, uh, a new mic sort of thing going on right now, so it pr might sound a bit off, maybe. It might sound a bit different. Yeah, I, I did. That's what I was using for my Oscars reaction episode, which I uploaded last week, so hopefully you... Hopefully it's not too bad, and I still and I've used it that much, so I'll really have to to sort of have a look, see how it is. But this week's episode will be me discussing the films that I have watched in the past month of March. So some of these films I will discuss more in depth than others. Some I've covered in episodes already. You know, so uh, let's just sort of get to it. So the first film I watched this month was Louis Thoreau Behind Bars. Um, I've been watching a few more of Louis Thoreau's documentaries that he's been doing over the past few years. They're really, really excellent. He's a very good documentary filmmaker. He's he's a very good presenter. He's very good. He knows what he's talking about. He's very... Uh, they're, they're very good. They're very interesting and very entertaining. And uh, they definitely open my eye. They sort of give me a perspective of certain issues. And so this one... Uh, for those who haven't seen it, this this behind bars is basically Louis Theroux going into a a jail, and he's basically talking with various people who are in jail about sort of their life in prison, and so he meets sort of different people. He meets you know like sort of the hard the hard lads who are gonna you know you're not careful they'll like kill you, uh, but you know. And then other times, you know, he's sort of talking to people who are just sort of in there for sort of lesser than crimes. And it's very good. If you haven't seen any Louis Thoreau documentary, I highly recommend you check them out. They're all like an hour long. They're all very good. They're, he's a very good presenter. And they're definitely well worth checking out. Then I watched Licorice Pizza and Drive My Car. And I'm putting these two together because I did an Oscars episode where I went into depth on both of these films. So you can go listen to that for, my, for more full in-depth thoughts. Licorice Pizza was perfectly fine. I, it wasn't the most amazing film ever. The whole racism thing was a bit strange. But, you know, it's a perfectly decent screenplay. And Drive My Car was my least favorite of this year's Best Picture nominees. I did not care for it. It just didn't work for me. It just, it just was long and boring and crap. And listen to my Oscars episode because I will go. I go further into depth of why I don't think it's particularly a great film. Then I watched Election, and this film just sort of cemented in my mind that 1999 was a fan is a completely and utterly fantastic year for films. In my opinion, the best year for films, as we'll see uh, from the one of the last films I watched this month, which also came out in '99. Election is just so excellent. It's for those who haven't seen it. Reese Witherspoon is a student. She's at school. She basically wants to become like on like the student council, and then you know the sort of one of the teachers played by Matthew Broderick doesn't want that, so it's sort of like a whole. He sort of puts people in there to try and beat her, and uh, it's sort of them clashing together about their you know sort of difference of opinions and the uh, the the dis you know the them going against each other. It's a very enjoyable light watch it's 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 not um not 
like it's like only like an hour 30 hour 40 so it's a very quick film to get through and it's it's a lot of fun Reese Witherspoon is, is a really great actress I think she's really great in things you know and then in what I've seen her in Matthew Broderick you know he's 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 decent he's not amazing but he's not bad either it's uh, it's just a really enjoyable film that I recommend you all go check someone of, of all the films here it's probably one of the least well-known films you guys have probably it's probably the least well-known so if you haven't seen it I do highly recommend you go check it out because you probably haven't heard of it before then I watched The Batman and uh yeah it's a good movie isn't it it's I don't like I don't really know what to say about it because I feel like everything that I can and want to say has been said already. You know, like, Robert Pattinson was excellent as Batman, one of my favourite portrayals of the character, potentially my favourite live-action portrayal, potentially. You know, I thought, you know, all the supporting cast were very solid, except for I didn't think Paul Dano was particularly great. I thought he was actually pretty pretty crap. And that's sort of what really holds the film down in quality to me, is I think Paul Dano didn't do a very good job. And also the uh, they still were a big setup for a character in a future film. And, and I think at this point you probably already know who it is. There's that uh, deleted scene of it, which you probably have at least heard of. So I'm not, I'm not going to say just in case you've avoided it, but there's a, a character who's set up for future films because there's going to be a trilogy. Um, and I'm not really into what they're doing with that character, personally. I think that character's been done, you know. Um, there's, there's a lot better things they could do with that character. But you know what? I am optimistic. I, I'm, I'm always optimistic with DC. I think DC could do really, really great stuff, honestly. I think that they truly are like the thing about dc is right they could do some really really great stuff and dc has done really really great stuff you know the nolan the nolan batman trilogy is mostly good but dark knight rises is a bit crap i don't really care for the ending it's the the ending sucks okay like the, the dark knight rises ending is not a good ending um and, and you know there's a very good chance i will cover the Dark Knight trilogy, maybe even Nolan's entire career on this podcast, because he has directed my favorite film of all time. But uh, that is for a future discussion. But the Batman, a very good, very nice cinematography. I loved how everything looked. The score, one of the best Batman scores, probably the best Batman score since Danny Elfman's '89 Batman. It's absolutely fantastic. It's great. Uh, Michael Giacchino, probably one of the best, if not the best composers working in the industry right now it's absolutely amazing i love it to bits and this film was absolutely excellent everything i wanted from a robert pattinson batman film then i watched evil dead the 2013 remake continue i don't know yeah it's it's decent like it's not a bad film by any means in fact i'd go as far to say it is a decent film um you know, but it's not, nothing amazing. I think Fede Alvarez, it's, it's got very good direction. Don't Breathe is a really great film. And I think this is better than it had any right to, but I don't really think it's all that amazing. Like, it's a decent film, but it's it's easily my weak, my least favourite of the Evil Dead films. And, and it, yeah, I mean, and also Ash, Ash vs. Evil Dead, which I've been watching recently, is excellent uh, and far better. I, I'd, I'd probably, if I was to rank Evil Dead at this current time, I'd probably go Evil Dead 2 is the best, then Ash vs. Evil Dead, 
then Army of Darkness, then The Evil Dead, and then Evil Dead 2013. But I'm really looking forward to Evil Dead Rise that is coming out at some point this year, and I'm also looking forward to the Evil Dead sequ- Evil Dead 2, which is the sequel to this Evil Dead 2013 film. Um, it's really good. The ending is really, really nice, actually. I really like how it's early on it sets up something, and then it pays off at the very end, because that's nice, you know. And I, you know, you sort of, you set them, you know, it's the classic setup and payoff, and they do it very nicely. I felt it's it's very, very nice. Then I watched Spencer, which I did not get to watch in time for the Oscars episode. I had watched it. I think I might have discussed it a bit. Like, I think I sort of briefly gave my opinions. I thought Chris, in the Oscars reaction episode, Kristen Silk was very, very good in it. Um, I would have been happy if she won. Jessica Chastain would have been my was my personal choice. I'm glad she won, but Christian Stewart would have also been an, an excellent choice. The score was really nice, great production design, costume design. It should have gotten more than just an actress nomination, honestly. Um, it, it it was it was better than a fair few of the other nominees in other categories. If I'm being completely honest. Then I watched Rope. Uh, another Al- Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock, to me, he's only, of what I've seen, I haven't seen a lot, but of all I've seen, he's only made one real masterpiece, and that's Rear Window. Everything else is, like, good. Like, Psycho, Strangers on a Train and Rope. All very, very good movies that I really quite like, even love in some respects. Like, uh, but Rear Window is the only film of his that I would go as far to say is a masterpiece of a film. It's, but, Ro- like, Rear Window is excellent. As you can hear, in my real window episode, one of the earliest episodes I did on this show, but Rope was very, very good. I just loved how every it's you know the you know everything in it just works so well. Henry Fonda, isn't it? Was it no James Stewart? James Stewart, isn't it? James Stewart is excellent. Gives a great performance. The two guys who've done the, the killing are excellent. They both work. They play off really well to each other. It and I just love the whole one take thing because it, it it just yeah it works so well and the film is is truly excellent. It's 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 a film that you sh- that everyone should see. It's only like a hundred and twenty, not hundred twenty. It's like an hour twenty minutes. That's so like what eighty minutes maybe. Like it's it's a genuine great film that people should be watching because it is just outstanding filmmaking on show by a master of his craft and it's well worth a watch and I watched the original Invisible Man from 1933 I think I prefer the 2020 remake honestly the 2020 remake was fantastic I was it was insane um but this one was good it did feel a bit hammy but I feel like you know it's it's universal horror it's it's gonna be like that so I kind of have to give it some leeway it's you know a a good it's a good film I quite liked it I thought the effects were very nice it it it, some of it did come off as a bit comical to me sorry but Besides that, it's a very, very well-made film that has a lot of really great stuff in it, and it's definitely well worth checking out, especially if you're into old-school, you know, universal horror. It's great, but I do recommend, if you haven't seen either of them, I do recommend you check out the uh, 2020, it's not a remake, the 2020 version, because I think that film just works so much more. I think that film just, I just think it works. I I mean, the main character in that is Ben Elizabeth Moss is excellent. And just the way it works is it's so much it was so much more creepy and and sort of off putting in a way that this sort of newer one 
was it, which isn't a bad thing per se. Maybe it's because it's, you know, from the 30s and so I'm less likely to sort of be sort of off-put by something. But I like, genuinely recommend if you haven't seen the, the, the 2020 version, like, you should. It's, 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 a, it's a great, you know, just outstanding film that just sort of works on so many levels. Then I watched Safety Last, which is you know a very, it's it's probably most no, it's probably most well known for the scene of uh, bus, the Harold Lloyd Harold Lloyd holding it on the side of the clock you know climbing up the clock and the clock is falling like one of the most iconic shots in the history of cinema and it's a really really good film and I really really like it and it really really works. It's really great. It's a, it's it's one of the oldest films I've seen. It's it's a fantastic comedy. It has so many great comedic elements. It's got so many, and you know, I, I before going in, I was like, how is he gonna get like climb the roof? Like I was just thinking, like that's gonna be super contrived, isn't it? Him having, but it's not really that contrived actually. It's it's pretty like they they get to that point pretty well, and it's just amazing. And him climbing that building is like iconic cinema. And him holding that clock as it's falling is is like iconic and it's great it's a really really great film that i i do recommend you guys all check out it's again it's like an hour 13 minutes or so it's it's a free on youtube it's amazing you should all go watch it it's absolutely great it's just it's just brilliant it's just really great classic 1920s filmmaking then i watched the Iron Giant, for the very first time, I've never seen The Iron Giant in my life. It, was, it wasn't it was a film I grew up with, in a way that I know a lot of people have. You know, people people I was friends with, you know, and, and, and they, you know, talked about how great it was all the time, and, and it, it was, and it is, like, it is a, a really great film. film. It's... it's it's, it's the Iron Giant. Giant. Like, I, I don't, don't know what to say about it. it. I just I don't like the ending. Um, not the main bit, like the bit everybody knows. It's, it's the, the sort of aftermath after that big moment at the end that doesn't work for me because it basically undoes the big moment. You know, I mean, if, if you, I'm trying to be as vague as I possibly can, but the ending is mostly is pretty much great. Like the big moment at the end is great but then there's you know a final sort of little coda at the end that uh, kind of ruined but yeah Undyne excellent excellent, excellent film fantastic 1999, 1999 is the greatest year of cinema ever I don't think anyone can deny that fact if I'm being completely honest here and then finally I wrapped up the month with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 the new Sonic film that just came out in cinemas I went out with a friend and we saw it, and we kind of, I kind of loved it, like, there's so many, it's just so, like, there's so many bits of comedy in it that shouldn't work, and are dumb, and are just weak, that, and, like, conceptually they are stupid, but they are, like, genuinely me and my friend who i want to see this with we were laughing out loud at so many points it was great this have you seen the film there's, there's a great there's a great knitting gag in it at one point which is 
great. There's some. There's a, 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 a someone who was an absolute highlight. You know, Jim Carrey was great in it, as he always is. It's a shame he's retired now. Uh, that that's a shame. It's a, you know, but you know, Jim Carrey was was a delight in it as always. Ben, you know, like they everything sort of worked on many levels and you know Idris Elba was really great as Knuckles Ben Schwartz as Sonic was you know as good as he was in the original I don't know the person who voiced Tails but I thought Tails was really cool um, I've, I've been playing through the Sonic games recently so I I'm, I'm more familiar with them than I was when I watched the first one but it's I can't wait for Sonic 3 but I'm just being honest it's just really good this film is quite enjoyable and that was the final film I watched this month so Thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Check out my letterboxd for other things on there that I vlog that aren't films because, you know, I, I just talk about films on these things. But check out the other things I've logged this past month. Uh, you know, again, contacts, email, follow me on letterboxd, you know, um, you know, rate the show on iTunes, listen to all the previous episodes, whether, you, you know, whether you're on Apple or you're on Spotify or on this, that, whatever. Uh, go listen to these and listen to my previous episodes and look forward to next week's episode where I will be covering a film. I'm not entirely sure yet. I'll need to line something up, but hopefully you guys enjoy and I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.